Welcome to the Natural Physique Podcast with your host, Chris Rendell. Please follow along as I share my journey into natural physique development, drawn from over a decade of training, competing and coaching experience, as well as insights from well-respected guests. This podcast will provide you with valuable knowledge to take your physique to the next level. So without further delay, let's get stuck into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Natural Physique Podcast and I'm going to start with some team updates. So obviously I updated you guys with my um, progress or my show in Dubai and just recently at the weekend we had Michaela compete at the uh, Washington State Olympic Natural. Uh, She ended up doing really well. I originally thought this was a world's qualifier but because she went in as a first timer, she had to go into the novice bikini category, which wouldn't allow her to sort of qualify for the, the worlds. Uh, that so so the decision now is to go ahead and do another show in California, uh, closer to the worlds. Actually, it's on the fourth of November, and if she does well at that show, she will qualify for the worlds. Uh, but on the run down to or the run up to her show, um, we thought well, we do need to get a touch leaner. So the process for her peak was a very, very moderate carb load. Um, We also gathered some data previous to the show uh, with some carb loading and we figured uh, 250 grams of carbs was a touch too much. Um, And also just mentally it didn't sit with her too well. It's her first time competing. So she, I guess, still doesn't know what to expect with what the look is, etc. Obviously, she's got a lot of experience now after competing in that show, um, but mentally it didn't sit well with her eating a little bit more. Um, so strategically, I decided, right, we're not going to go as much because I want you to feel um, good going into the show. So we only went up to 150, two days of 150 carbs, the Thursday and Friday, and we actually had a day of pulling back again, so, so to 100 carbs on the Friday. And then our show was on the Saturday and we pretty much ran two meals prior to stage with about 30 grams of carbs, mainly just from rice cakes and a little bit of honey prior to going on stage with some salt. Um, and it was a good look. She was pretty stressed um, on show day. And she, she, if she's listening to this, she won't mind me saying that because she knows she was a little bit stressed with certain aspects of the posing. And she knows she needs to go away and, and do a little bit of work on that. But I was super happy with the package we brought. The condition was spot on um, for that for that particular event. Um, obviously, for this the next one, we are going to come in a tiny bit more conditioned. Um, but the peak week, as far as peak week went, it went as smooth as possibly it possibly could. Um, and I'm glad we went for the lower amount of carbohydrates. Realistically, we probably could have pushed that a little bit more, um, but I wanted her to go in confident and I'd rather go a little bit flatter, especially for bikini. They're not looking for like very hard muscle or conditioning. It's, it is a softer look and they're just more looking for that shape, bit fullness to the glutes, to the delts. In some ways, almost similar to men's physique, but obviously the, the, the female equivalent. So um, we, I didn't want to push her too much on carbohydrates. Next time around, if we get a little bit leaner, we probably will push it a little bit more. Um, but I think I probably mentioned this on Peaking before, you know, if you're not quite 
100% there, there's no point of doing anything too drastic on that peak week and bumping up carbohydrates by a ridiculous amount. So yeah, just very happy with the look. She did really well. She ended up winning her... So this was the thing. I had no idea what was happening with the running order of the show. Apparently the event organizers had no idea. Michaela had no idea. All I knew was when she was going on stage and I was keeping contact with her. I stayed up late till about half 11 at night. It wasn't too bad, but I was checking in with her every two hours um, before going on. And then it was like 40 minutes prior to going on stage. She was like, right, I've got 40 minutes. So we, we put in the plan, a little bit of honey, a little bit of salt, some water, and then literally about 25 minutes later, she was like, I've, I've been on stage, I've come off. I was like, what? That was ridiculously quick. And then she was on with six or five other girls. I'm guessing they were all sort of winners of a novice type category. I'm really not sure, but she, she ended up winning that. So she was in a lineup of six girls and ended up winning. So I'm guessing she won the overall in terms of this sort of like novice category. Um, so really, really chuffed with how well she did and um, just waiting on some of her stage folks to come back. Um, and that was her first ever show. So yeah, absolutely nailed it. Other than that, on the team, we have Hannah competing in powerlifting in two weeks time. So I've been just doing her nutrition um, and we she started at around... It was about 220 pounds and we had to come down to below 200, 198 to make our weight. And we're already at 200-ish pounds, so just another few pounds to lose. And she will make her weight for her competition. Um, so she's done really well. The diet's been really smooth. She's retained her strength throughout, which is obviously super important with powerlifting. We're not going to have to do dra a drastic water cut, which um, she has done in the past, and that can affect performance. It can make you lightheaded, you know, um, you could get brain fog and these sort of things. So my whole plan was not to do a severe water cut like that. We will cut water a tiny bit the day before, um, cut sodium down a touch, but I don't want to do anything drastic. I want her to feel ready. I want her to perform at her best. And that's exactly what we are doing and that's the plan we are going to execute. So very excited to see how she gets on in a couple of weeks time. And other than that, the rest of the team are absolutely smashing it. Really pleased with some of the results we're getting at the moment. Um, we've got some big plans, some great new starts who have some huge goals in the future. So yeah, I will probably, I guess, update you with some more updates as we kind of go through the rest of this year and into next year. Uh, and if you are interested in joining the team, here is a sort of shameless plug, um, but please just head over to my Instagram, either drop me a DM or there's a very quick inquiry form fill out link in my bio. Let's jump on a call and let's get you started on your coaching journey. So without further ado, I want to kind of go into today's episode, which is all gonna, which is gonna be about the sort of post-show phase and how to deal with that. Now, obviously I've done an episode on reverse dieting, but this is gonna be a little bit different. And the way I'm gonna sort of talk about it is either, there's there's two sort of scenarios. So there's, if you're doing a season um, in between sort of shows or after a show uh, in the middle of your season, and then obviously your last show of the season and how to kind of deal with that and reverse, maybe not reverse out. I don't wanna to go too much into the nuance of reversing. I wanna just 
talk about more like the psychological or mental side of things and how to deal with those sort of cravings uh, post-show and how to go about it in a healthy sort of manner. Um, so that's what I'm going to talk about today. This also will apply to someone doing maybe like a photo shoot or something as well. So you can apply the same sort of principles. Um, so I'm just talking from my previous experience in Dubai where obviously I finished and then I've got this show coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend, the heart of England. So there's a three week gap in between finishing Dubai and that show. So that's a good time frame. And usually what I think is um, how long is it going to take me to kind of come back down to my low? So obviously in the lead up to the show, you are carb loading. So your weight is going to go up on the lead up. Now, if you think about that, if your show's on, so my show was on the Saturday. If I was carb loading Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, the day of the show, you are getting in more carbs as well. That's three days where your weight's probably going to shoot up. Now, if you decide to take another two days off after the show and kind of eat what you want, that's five days. Um, and I've seen a lot of people recently um, kind of screw themselves a little bit post-show and go up by a ridiculous amount of weight. Uh, so I want to talk about how you can enjoy that sort of in-between show phase and not go overboard uh, and, and keep things relatively under control because it is so important. You, you don't want to ruin the rest of your shows just because of you're at the start of your season. You know, like you put in all this effort, you've been so strict with your diet over that period of time. What's the point? Um, and, and I know it's hard at that end of prep and I would say most people are going to be craving some sort of like processed or a high, highly palatable food because your body just craves sugar, it craves salt when you're that lean, your taste buds are highly sensitive, it wants sugar to, to get that boost of energy and survive. Um, but realizing that alone in your head and realizing it's more like a psychological thing more than um, more than you actually need it. Um, it is quite liberating, or at least that's been liberating for me in the sense that I don't feel like I need to go overboard uh, post-show. Like I'm, I like to get my cravings out of the way, just have a few bits, but um, listen to your stomach, listen to your body, because your body is going to tell you when you know enough is enough and I, I haven't eaten this type of food in such a long time. Um, you know, what are you doing to me sort of thing. Uh, and I think that's important because a lot of people kind of let their monkey brain take over a little bit and think, no, I just need to eat, eat, eat. But you have to be a little bit smart about this um, and you have to kind of go in sensibly. I would always recommend eating out with others. I think I mentioned that before on a podcast because, you know, other people will tell you if you're being a dick and not eating like an adult. Um, so... What I would suggest doing post-show is mainly keep your diet exactly the same, but maybe have like one or two meals where you're going to enjoy some food out with your family members, your friends, which is maybe something you typically wouldn't have during a prep. So for instance, Dubai, and I think I dealt with uh, post-show Dubai pretty well because um, I uh, came back 0.4 kilos up from my low uh, before carb loading. So yeah, really not much damage at all. 
So what I did uh, post-show was, obviously I had, it wasn't too late of a finish, I think it was about 7 o'clock at night, um, and typically if a show finishes around there, I always would like to go out for a meal, whether that be with my girlfriend or with my family, whoever's down watching. Now, the first thing you could do is instead of going for that like dirty, takeaway, greasy meal, go for a nice meal out to a restaurant. Um, you know, the foods there aren't going to be cooked in as much fat and oils, which could play havoc on your digestion. Um, there could be some tasty options on the menu, which is fairly clean. And if you are to go for something that you potentially crave and might be considered quote unquote junk food, then again, it's not going to be as calorific as that sort of takeaway option. So for instance, we went out for a pizza uh, post-show, but we went to a really nice Italian restaurant um, and I was craving some pizza. I had calamari for start, but it wasn't a fried calamari. It was a nice sort of grilled calamari. So just squid without the, um, without the batter around it, which, and, and a little bit of salad. Um, and then a nice sort of stone-baked pizza, which was absolutely delicious. And I decided that was enough. Felt quite full at that point. So I was like, right, I'm not going to have a dessert here. There's, there's no point. Uh, stuck to plenty of water, which is so important. Po show, like, um, I, I mentioned this previously, you're not dehydrating going in, up into the show, but you might be going a little bit less than you uh, might have done on an, a typical day. And um, if you're used to that higher water intake and you've been posing hard under the, the hot lights on stage, it's important to hydrate and rehydrate. So actually getting in some water and some sort of saltier foods, usually quite a good idea. Uh, so I felt great after that, uh, went home and, uh, or went back to the apartment and we decided to have a little bit of ice cream. So we got a tub of Ben and Jerry's uh, and just shared that out. And you think, you're probably listening to this thinking, ah, oh, you're a boring bastard. Again, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking of the other shows I have to do. And I'm thinking, well, I've had enough here. I've like satisfied my cravings. My stomach feels good. I don't want to push it overboard. Um, now, the morning after, um, so my, my original plan, and this is another thing, like kind of maybe have a little bit of a plan what you're going to do in your head. I wouldn't focus on this too much because, again, your main priority is focusing on performing at the show. But at least a bit of an idea of maybe how you're going to eat post-show, bearing in mind what I've already said, where you're loading up. Um, you know, part of that might just be getting straight back onto the plan. Um, but for me, I knew I was in Dubai. I wanted to take this as a little bit of a break. So I did want to just have a bit of mental relief more than anything of having the same sort of foods every single day um, and just having a bit relaxed there. But I did want to make sure I was getting my protein target for the next couple of days post-show. So my plan was on the day after, we'll go for a breakfast uh, at IHOP. I, I will train first thing in the morning to create an appetite for that meal. Um, and I'll have a, a good double serving of protein first thing in the morning because I know typically eating out and going to some restaurants, it's hard to um, hit protein sometimes. So I had a double scoop of protein, did my workout, and then we went to IHOP for breakfast where I had just a regular sort of stack breakfast. So it was pancakes or two pancakes, two bits of French toast, and then some bacon, uh, sausage and eggs. Um, and that was it. And then I had like water with that and a black coffee. And this is where my stomach 
started to kind of play up a bit. So I guess this is a learning uh, curve. I don't know if it was like the oils and fats that the, this meal was cooked in and my body just wasn't used to that high fat intake because typically I diet on very low fat, in uh, fat intake, but my stomach was not happy after that. And um, yeah, I did have to kind of run to the toilet. Um, but after that, that was absolutely fine. Um, uh, for the rest of the day, I decided, right, I need to listen to my body. And that's another thing. If you're getting little things like this propping up where your stomach's not good, listen to your body. So I was like, right, I need to listen to my body. I need to kind of keep the foods in that I know sit well. So I will just have, I'll eat, we're going to eat out because I was with my family and parents, but I'm going to have more of the foods that I know will digest well with me and sit well in my stomach. So after that, we went to, um, was it this day? No, it wasn't. We went to the mall and I decided not to eat for the rest of the day, just give my stomach a little bit of a break. I had a Starbucks coffee, which had a little bit of milk, which um, I didn't get to enjoy on uh, throughout my prep. I just typically cut milk out, but it was like an almondy milk, which I know sits fine with me. Uh, and then in the evening, we were going on sort of like a cruise, boat cruise, which had a buffet, um, which is absolutely perfect. Because usually in a buffet, there's meat, there's veg, there's some sort of carb option. So I basically just went for some chicken. They had some lovely cooked chicken. It was kind of um, Arabic style, I guess. And then some cooked some rice with that, uh, some sort of Arabic bread and plenty of like salads. I had a, a good amount of salads with that. And they, and they had perfectly portioned these tiny little cakes, um, really just like bite-sized sort of cakes. So I had uh, a little carrot cake, a little chocolate brownie and then some fruit. And that was absolutely perfect uh, for me. And I was full and that was me satisfied for the day. So that was the Monday. Uh, and then Tuesday, uh, sorry, that was a Sunday. And then Monday, which was our final day, woke up again, had a normal sort of my, my standard sort of breakfast. Um, and then that day I was deciding to save myself because I wanted to try out Shake Shack, which was overrated, by the way. It was just a burger, a small, it was quite a small burger and fries and some Cinnabon because that they were the two things I was like, right, we don't have them in the UK, so I'm gonna try it out. I know like I should have tried the local food more, but I was just like, I want to try a little bit of that. Um, so I typically like after the show, just go in with that sort of um, more restaurant meal. And then if you want to have a little bit of sort of fast food, maybe the day after. Again, this is if you've got leeway to do that as well. Because if you got a show in a week's time, you typically wouldn't do that. You maybe just do a meal after. And it's also very individual dependent. Like if you're a small bikini girl, having two like two days break after show with eating a bit more relaxed when you're already on really low calories is probably gonna be a very bad idea. But because I'm a little bit of a bigger guy, I can sort of tolerate a little bit more food. Um so yeah, so uh, we had the um, Shake Shack and again, I didn't eat that much during the day. We went to Top Golf, and they had, I had like a grilled chicken salad there. Again, I was saving myself for the evening and then I had the Shake Shack burger with fries and some Cinnabon and that was it. Um, came back from Dubai, as I say, 0.4 kilos up. 
So I think important things to remember as you go between shows is when's your next one? Um, have you had any previous data from other peaks and like how, how much your weight goes up? Because adding another like day after that or two days where you really go overboard, um, you know, that could set you up maybe like five to six kilos above your, your low, which might take a while for you to come back down to that sort of baseline or, an, or a new low. Um, also realize like what is your sort of maintenance calories at. So I was probably on those two days post-show, I was probably still just at like a maintenance point. I wasn't actually eating in surplus because I would have maybe that sort of one bigger meal and then most of the day I was, was kind of not eating as much and just kind of focusing on getting maybe some protein in um, and then just that sort of one meal out. Um, so you need to think about that. And, and then psychologically as well, um, how you're going to deal with it. Because if you're a little bit more of an experienced dieter, you, you might be better at dealing with just having a little bit of sort of fast food and, you know, satisfying the cravings and listening to your, your body's own hunger signals and knowing when you're full. But if you're less of an experienced dieter, that might just trigger you to go and eat more and overeat. Um, I don't I don't like to use the, the term binge eat, but like really over consume and set you in a really bad way. So I think it takes some level of experience to kind of go off a little bit. So that's um, that's what I would say would be the sort of in between show phases. So you need to kind of, I, I guess, have an idea of that. Um, my next show in uh, rugby, so I've got this, and obviously if I do well at the show, I'll qualify for the British finals, which is, um, I believe, another three weeks after that, but then I'm going to do a PCA show, which is two weeks after, so it's going to be kind of a similar deal to Dubai, but I'm not going to take two days after the show. I'll probably just have a meal out the night of the show, and then the next day, very similar to Dubai, I'll try and stick with my normal food, maybe have one more meal and then straight back on the diet or back to my calorie deficit the, the following day. Um, and I imagine, again, it will be a very similar case. I won't be that hit much up. Uh, maybe slightly more this time just because I'm a bit leaner. My body's a little bit more sensitive, so I might be up a little bit. But with I imagine within sort of four or five days, I'll be back down to a new low. And I don't necessarily need to... I've got the condition I, I kind of want at the moment, so I don't necessarily need to dig lower. Uh, if anything, that will do me the world of good. Uh, so that's a plan next time, having that little bit of a plan. And, and I think psychologically it can help to have these sort of meals out occasionally, post-show, but it's just, again, comes down to experience. And if you're not an experienced dieter or someone who is new to competing, what to do instead is just have more of your normal food. So maybe have like, a big bowl of oats post-show or like um, a bigger sort of, or a restaurant meal and then maybe the next day get back to your sort of normal food but just don't be strict on tracking and then go, go back to tracking the following day. So it all depends on the individual a little bit. Um, but your final show is going to obviously be the hardest um, coming out of that because the shackles are off, some people may say, but they're not really because... Um, you are an adult and you do have control over what you put in your mouth. So um, post-show, post-show phase where you've completely finished your season and kind of reversing out. Now, I've done a whole episode on reversing out and I do talk on that on how to kind of deal with it after a show. But obviously, you do want to get some body fat on straight away. Now, 
coming out of the last show is going to be more of a bit of a psychological sort of battle and you might experience what we call like the post-show blues where you know you've been focused for the last four to five months on this goal and your whole life revolves around it towards the end you become so tunnel vision that some people feel a little bit lost post-show because they're like well what's my goal next and this is why I also mentioned the importance of not letting life stop around you because life continues to go on. If you speak to most, most people, like especially people who are not really into bodybuilding, most people don't care too much about you competing and doing well. You can really become absorbed in your own bubble and think like you're some special snowflake for winning some shows and stuff. But the reality is like no one really cares, um, you know, and, and people will kind of congratulate you and reward you. But at the end of the day, it's um, that's why you have to do this for your, your own personal reasons. And that's why it's so important because a lot of people get into it for the wrong reasons and get into it for the clout. And then they feel so depressed when they're not getting that post show. And then it's a constant pushing sort of or trying to stay in condition to push photos out on social media. That's quite unhealthy to do and I would not recommend that um, and remember it's your journey it's your own journey you should be like my last show for instance like it was a bit gutting obviously I kind of went to go in and try and win first but I was super proud because it was the best package I brought to, to a stage and, and the most confident I felt uh, and that in itself is like massive for me so I'm taking that wins I'm taking that learning experience um, into my sort of next one and um, so post-show, what I think is important to do is to, is to try and enjoy life a bit more and, and to have some sort of plan um, post-show. Like if you've had a partner who's been going through this prep with you and trying to support you, obviously I had uh, Jasmine on the podcast not that long ago, it is super important to have something planned with them post-show. So whether that be a holiday um, or just some fun activities, some nice dates lined up. That is so important, just to have a rest and a mental relief from all that focus. Uh, so that would be number one. Number two is um, to have some sort of goal. And what I would suggest doing is like having that breathing space, that thinking time where you are going away, having a bit of downtime, and then post that maybe another week of just thinking space, no like, proper goals but allow allow yourself time to breathe to make the next decision what is the next goal um, what are you going to do next in terms of your competing journey have you decided whether or not this is for you um, for some people they compete and they realize you know they I, I always say take some time to digest it and sometimes people think no actually I've experienced that but it wasn't for me um, I'm going to move on to something else but always have that plan of what you'd like to move on to, always have that goal because then it gives you that next thing to focus on and it can stop you from feeling a bit lost post-show. Um, so that would be my next suggestion. In terms of the dietary side of things, um, it's going to be very similar to the in-between shows, right? But um, obviously you're going to be in a calorie surplus now and with that sort of shackles off sort of thing um, you might feel like oh well it can be a lot easier to just kind of go out and eat whatever you want but always remember the the person who you are you know you 
in the middle of an off season, you wouldn't just go out and eat takeaway food three times a week. Um, realize your body's in this sort of state where like your hormones are a bit messed up, you're still not thinking straight and there's that psychological impact. Remember the food is not going anywhere. It's always gonna be there. So again, my suggestion post-show is get calories up. You need to get body fat on because you can't stay around at that lean uh, body fat percentage. Again, this is going to come down to the person, but you are going to have to give yourself a little bit of free reign in terms of eating out and enjoying some food out. But if you if you go too far one way, you can really screw up that off season. Um, so you are going to have to put a little bit of um, a little bit of control in there. Again, I think remembering who you are, what why you what you stand for, why you why are you doing this is so important. Um, if you are tend to be someone who's a little bit more of a foodie, you need to you do need to go out like twice a week and enjoy some food out. Um, maybe if you're not so much of a foodie, then what you need to do is just make sure you are increasing your food up um, and not staying super lean, and just you know making sure you are getting into a surplus and your body weight's increasing at a nice steady rate. Um, you don't want to maintain at that low body fat percent or low weight you do want to get some body fat on um but it is just it's just little tips like that um is going to make all the difference and again listening to your body is super important because i've been there i've been that sort of dickhead who's just gone and eat what they want not listen to what their stomach was saying and just make make yourself feel really rotten um what what also to do is not to stop um, exercising or training because some people do that as well again remembering who you are as a person um, and what you stand for usually anyone who gets into competing does it because they love it they love training so continue to train albeit maybe you want to take an extended deload post-show because you need that recovery time but still get into the gym still keep your cardio up but just slowly reduce it down um, and that's probably the best way to sort of go about dealing with that. And importantly, have that coach beside you to support you through that phase so you can communicate. So whenever my clients finish um, post-show, I always recommend staying on with me through that post-show phase. Ideally, I'd like to work with a client over a long period of time, but it doesn't always happy that, happen that way. But staying with me post-show is so important to put you in the best possible position to go out and then um, recover from the diet effectively. So still keep that line of communication, still keep the frequency of the check-ins, maybe to, you know, three times a week, maybe on prep towards the end, it was every day, but we'll reduce that down a little bit just to take a, again, give that a little bit of mental relief, but still keep those touch points to keep that, that control on the diet, which can be really difficult. And I really do appreciate that, especially if it is your first time competing or doing an extreme diet.